up, what up? It's your man Ernest, and you love Ernest. Back again with another episode, the final episode of the My Two Cents podcast. And yes, as I do every year since I started this podcast, for those who's been listening for since 2018, um, I love y'all. For real, for real. Now, give everybody a message, not just the day one listeners, but uh, you know, you'll hear my thanks and praise and get all that at the end of this episode. Um, but this is the episode, the very last episode of the podcast, where I pretty much rank my favorite songs and albums of any given year. So, like I said, I started it when I started this podcast in 2018. I did that list. I did one last year, and this year is going to be no different. And now, just like the other years, this that my list is my list. It, this is my opinion. But of course, you know that if you're an avid listener of this podcast, you know what I say here is just my opinion. Um, but you know, there's people who are going to feel however they feel whether they're new listeners or maybe some old listeners they they, you know they might feel a way because my list doesn't replicate their list or it's totally different or whatever but i encourage everybody whether you you agree with my list or you disagree or you feel indifferent as in you just don't care enough to have a strong opinion on it you just wanted to hear it um I still encourage everybody to make their own list and feel free to let me know about that list. I will gladly um, check it out and and probably read up on it. Not probably. I will make that probably a future episode. Uh, You know, if you are if you all were to give me your list or you could just come on the podcast, be a guest and um, read your list as well. And we can discuss that and have fun so without further ado we're gonna start with the favorite tracks per usual um this year i have 26 (laughs) 26 another disclaimer i don't really go for a set number of you know top i don't do the whole top five top i don't try to dwindle down my list to a top 25 a top 50 top 100 whatever or top whatever because i feel as though in doing so i'm forcing myself in order for me to do that i will have to force myself to like something that or love something or call something my favorite that i actually don't like or love or is not my favorite simply just to have just to fit that criteria other podcasts might do that but over here no if it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right. So I have 26 tracks here. Last year, I had whatever number I had. And then the year before that, I had whatever number I had. Um, these numbers might go up, go down, might stay the same. They have nothing to do with me trying to, you know, have a top 26, top 30, top whatever. It's, again, the tracks that I go over when I when I look back at... Um, Yes, I still got an MP3, but when I look back at my MP3 or just looking back at all the albums I listened to and li- go through the songs, I'm like, yeah, this one is making lists. This one's making lists. So just happened to be 26 of them. So again, sorry for that little disclaimer. This, this, this time we're getting right into the list for real, for real. At the 26th spot, we have Tom Mitch and Yusuf Dayas with 
I did it for you. This one, this track, um, it's a very simple track, as I stated when I did the album review for both Tom Mish and Yusuf Deus. It's a simple track, but it's it's one of those simple yet beautiful tracks. Uh, very, very minimalistic when it comes to <clears throat> what is being said, but it's still an, a message that is conveyed very well, despite the lack of uh, lyricism, I guess, within the song. And, of course, the instrumentation and everything, just a beautiful... Uh, just a beautiful track right there so that's why it's on the number six spot number 20 at the 25 spot we have Dabu with Constellations now this song here um, I didn't do I didn't listen I don't know if Dabu dropped an album this year uh, Dabu is a producer by the way um, <clears throat> but um I, I don't know if he dropped this year, but what I, I heard this song for the first time actually, uh, watching <laughs> watching the the uh, one of these gaming. Uh, it wasn't the video game awards. It was one of the showcases. Either Xbox or PlayStation was doing. I think it was the PlayStation showcase. This was earlier on this year, and this song was playing uh, for one of the games that is set to come out. I don't know. I don't remember when the date was. I I know it's not this year, 2020. I'm assuming uh, 2021 or um, at a later date. But, you know, this is not the video game podcast, but this is about music. But I I just. I, I just love the song, you know, it was a nice it's a nice, dreamy, spacey track. Um, it fit perfectly with the video game. Um, I can watch that trailer. The game looks interesting as well. You know what I'm saying? But I can watch that trailer over and over again because everything just fit well, perfectly. This track alone, uh, as well as the video game that, and I'm only calling it the video game because I forgot the name, but it's, it's, you know, um, it's it's I, I the the image of what I what what I saw it's it's still in my mind, um, so that's why I'm uh, addressing it as that. I'm not trying to shade it or anything. It does look like an interesting game, nonetheless, and I can't wait for it to come out. Hopefully, it's a great one. Um, but glad to hear that this game this song is not like a video game made song. It's actual real song that they used. Uh, to promote this video game or in the advertisement of the video game but like I said a very dreamy spacey track um, if you're into that if you're into the whole vibe out uh, type of music you're gonna love this track right here so as I said before <clears throat> at the 25th spot you have Dabu with Constellations after that you have Princess Nokia with Green Eggs and Ham. This is off of the Everything Sucks album, I believe. Uh, Everything Sucks or Everything is Beautiful. Either or, those albums drop the, uh, you know, the same time and stuff. I did my reviews on both albums. If you want to hear them, my thoughts on those albums, uh, you can go back, but... This was the actually the first track that I heard before even listening to this album, um, and I'm like, I, I I'm glad she she's dropping, 
number one. Number two, I didn't know at the time. <clears throat> I didn't know at the time when I first heard this track that she dropped two albums in, in um, this year. So I was like, word, let me go listen to them. And, you know, I, I love this video. I love how simple yet catchy and sweet this song is. Um, you know, all these things that personify Princess Nokia as an artist and as a as a person in, in general. So, you know, I think this was uh, this is a dope track and it's one of my favorite tracks from her. She got a couple other tracks on this uh, on this list as well that you're going to hear. There's going to hear you're also going to hear multiples from other artists as well. Again, I set my own rules. I don't go by, oh, it's one song per artist. Nah, if an artist has more than one song that I end up favoring for any given year, it's going on a list. So, Princess Nokia, once again, at the 24th spot. Number 23, Tiana Taylor's Come Back To Me. So, <clears throat> this is one of the um, highlights, musically, music highlights from her last album entitled the album if you want to hear my thoughts on that album go ahead and uh listen to that review so again this this track i would have to say had a a cool rick ross feature because it it, it fit his theme you know the very luxurious type of um instrumental um the, you know the, the 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 type of production he's been going off on for quite some time <clears throat> quite some time now because that's his lane you know um and tiana taylor this is her song so of course she did her thing on it a really lovely singing voice really lovely voice in general um so shout out to the both of them for this track once again that is tiana taylor with come back to me all right Number 23, we have Denzel Curry with Diet. Denzel Curry, another monster this year. Um, <clears throat> I, I I would have to say this year would have been, it has to be the first year that I actually took him seriously. Um, not to say that I thought he was bad at anything in the past. He just didn't really do much to interest me until I listened to Unlocked this year, honestly. And I was like, man, I've really been sleeping on this dude. He's really, really, really nice. And again, not to say that I thought he he sucked at anything. It's just he didn't really interest me in the past until now. Um, so he's one of the, if I had to do like a breakout artist or whatever, um, I would have to say Denzel Curry is, for me, my breakout artist of 2020. Because again, he is somebody... He's been in the game for a while. I know that. And again, uh, he's somebody that when I did hear back then, hearing, uh, you know, <clears throat> I was like, okay, he's he's cool and all, but nothing surprised me. Nothing is wowing me. And then, I, like I said, I actually took the time to listen to uh, this mixtape actually unlocked. And I'm like, this is, this is really dope. Maybe it was the Kenny Beats production as well um that played a part in that um but it was it was just it this was a dope project you will hear my thoughts uh well you can hear my thoughts on the project um 
by going back and listening to the album review. But as far as this song, Die, uh, Beast Ass Track, Raw, Gritty, I love it. It was, for the longest, it was <clears throat> higher than it was on this list. Um, but it did come out earlier on this year. And there were other songs to me that just beat it out. Um, not to say that it was a bad track. It's still on my favorite tracks of 2020, obviously. But, you know, um, it, it's, it, it still holds weight, but not as much weight as it did when I first heard it. But either or, still on the list. Denzel Curry, Diet. Y'all check it out. After that. The 21 spot, we have Leon, Leanne LaHavis with Read My Mind. Leanne LaHavis put out a very beautiful project this year. So glad to, after a long hiatus, um, I'm so glad that she did. So glad to see that she's happy with what she did as well. Um, because I'm happy with what she did as well on that album. You can hear my thoughts by listening to my review for that album but as far as this track read in my mind this is one of the uh lovelier tracks on the album um a real nice sweet sentiment of falling in love with somebody or or you know having those feelings with for somebody and uh them pretty much you know youtube being like some type of kindred spirit to some sort like where it's like you you two are you you have a connection that doesn't necessarily need to be said through words um it's like somebody's reading your mind and they instantly know how you feel what you're saying and all these other things so yeah uh, the, the song is going to do more justice than my terrible early morning explanation of it so i still uh, advise y'all to check out that song and any other song that I have listed. So, once again, that is Leanne LaHavis with Red My Mind. After that, we have this track right here. This one might get me laughed at. I don't care. Uh, you can laugh at me for it because I'm, I've been laughing at myself all freaking year for actually liking this song. And that is Jordan Sparks' Red <laughs> Sangria. <laughs> so, again... You can laugh at me. You can clown me for liking this super poppy, cheesy, maybe corny track to a lot of y'all, uh, to a lot of people. You can clown me for that. Please do so. Because like I said, I've been clowning myself for liking this track. But have you ever heard a song that was so corny it was kind of good? Like, do you? I don't know if y'all for that. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. Some of y'all are probably uh, lying and saying you haven't, but there are certain tracks that it's like, okay, this is too poppy for me, but I like it for some reason. So it's not necessarily too poppy for me. When I say poppy, I mean like it has, it is, it tried too hard to fit into a pop lane. Like you can, you can tell that this was meant to try to, to be on pop radio, <laughs> a Disney radio, some stuff like that, but this song is good <laughs> it's a still a good song i still like it maybe because i i like jordan sparks maybe i'm giving her the benefit of the doubt but i feel as though that someone else could make this track and i'd still be clowning myself for it 
and I would still probably like it. Someone else who is also a talented singer, um, you know, I I probably still ended up liking it. Um, if a female made it, let me bait it that way. Yes, I'm being sexist right now. If another female made this song, another female R&B singer made this song, I'd probably still like it. Jordan, it's Jordan Sparks' song, so let's not give any other woman credit for what Jordan Sparks did. But <laughs> it's it's just one of those tracks where maybe because 2020 it has been, you know what it has been. You know I don't feel like saying it, but you know what it has been. This song, if you're looking for a laugh again. You might end up laughing at yourself. You might end up laughing at me. You might end up laughing at anybody who likes this. At the end of the day, you're still going to end up laughing or feeling at least good and upbeat. Let me put it that way. Because this is not some... I don't think it's laugh worthy for sure. But it's not a a song that is so bad that you got to laugh at it. Absolutely not. It's not like clown worthy, like shit on this song type bad. No. What I'm saying laugh worthy is... It's, it's, you, you, I don't think you can take yourself seriously listening to this song. Being a grown ass man, especially listening to this song and, 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 and saying I'm red sangria, you know, singing it out loud or something, something like that. Um, but Hey, it's still on my list. So thank you, Jordan, for the laughs, for the upbeatness, uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you for all that. Uh, I needed that this year for sure. <laughs> After that, we have another feel-good song, but this one is not, uh, you know, this one is not, uh, I guess, a, a uh, well, hold on, I got it switched. I got these songs switched. My bad, I was going to say the blue track. So I actually have it on my list here. I switched it with Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry again, Cosmic. Um, this is another gritty, dope track on on this, on his last uh, tape unlocked, and on this list in general. Um, Cosmic was it, it's a banger, <laughs> it's a banger. So, what what else can I say other than this is a straight up banger? Let me follow along with my fingers since I'm looking stupid over here. Uh, okay yeah i'm here so i got it so cosmic that's that and then afterward we have royce the five nine with overcomer royce the five nine with overcoming this song um one of the many dope songs that i enjoyed on that album allegory his last album allegory you want to hear my thoughts on that album go right ahead and listen to that review you can feel free if you want to listen to the reviews of all these albums or projects that i i mentioned on this episode feel free to pause this go listen to those reviews or you can wait and and wait till this episode is done and then listen to those albums whatever you decide to do as long as it's listening to me i'm fine with that decision but overcomer is another dope ass track uh i really enjoyed the line to uh yellow wolf bitch ass i'm sorry but you know had to um but just a dope track dope track um 
<clears throat> one of the, the, the more dope, I guess, street tracks, if you want to call it that, of this year and on that album. All right. After that, once again, we have Blue. Well, not once again, but, you know, since I switched them over. This time we have what I was saying before, a, a feel-good song, but not in a silly type of way. We have Blue with Spread Sunshine. So, this is one of the great tracks from his, um, the Blue and That's Eye album that dropped this year. Miles, want to hear my thoughts on it, you know what to do. So, um... I really like this track. I thought it was super introspective. That was the feel good part about it. It reminded me, Blue does this a lot where he, you know, I can relate to a lot of the feelings he's had despite him being a rapper and me not being a rapper. Um, a lot of the feelings that he's had or a lot of the things that, that he's gone through um, when he's expressing these feelings. Um, these are things that I can relate to. And this song was no different from any other song on the album Miles and any other Blue song in general. So once again, shout out to Blue. Next, we have Princess Nokia with The Conclusion. I really like this track right here, The Conclusion. Um, for the longest, this was also probably higher than it was on the list at closer to the number one spot if not number one at some point during this year um, but it still is on the list nonetheless i think this is again this is a a, a dope <coughs> way to for 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 her especially for her to to basically uh in a way introduce people to her or just you know in in a short two minutes that this song is uh, to tell people about herself and who she is and why she is the way that she is. And um, I really like the production. Um, very, 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 I don't want to say sad track, but it's kind of like, how can I say this? It's not, it's not sad, but it's not like it, it will get you in your feelings. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where it's like, these are not sad tears. These are like, oh type of now i did not cry when i listened to this you know what i'm saying y'all know i would admit that if i did you know i told y'all i like jordan sparks red set grill so if i'm not gonna lie about that why would i lie about crying about listening to music or whatever right um i didn't cry listening to this song but i can understand if anybody did listen to this track and they cried because it's one of those and it wasn't like sad tears because it's one of those tracks um a beautiful song nonetheless so once again that is princess nokia with the conclusion after that we have beyonce with my power whoa i love this track right here i love this track um you know this is if the various artists on everybody did their damn thing on this uh this this uh song right here um Beyonce did her thing, of course. The, the production, the if you've seen the video, the video was monstrous, and I mean that in a good way, um, obviously. But this this track right here, yo, this is if I have to do a hype song of the year, like song that gets you hyped and everything. My power is is that. My power is a very booming hype. 
you cannot listen to the song and you have no hype meter in in your in your system you know what i'm saying if you if you can't listen to this song you ain't got to be the biggest fan or whatever uh what uh you don't have to be a fan in general but i feel as though it's hard not to listen to this track and not get hype you know what i'm saying because it's like wow like it's like maybe 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 if you're not uh if you're lacking melanin you know this is a uh afrocentric in a sense in the truest sense as in african centered track so maybe if you don't have that in your bloodline or you're not connected to that to some ways about you're probably not going to uh get the hype that i get whenever i listen to this track but dope track nonetheless once again that is beyonce with my power where the hell am I? I take a sip of water. Okay, we back. We back. Um, <clears throat> next, we have Buster Rhymes with Look Over Your Shoulder. This track right here, this is actually, this song was the first song I listened to before actually hearing the album of Extinction Level 2. Um, and I heard it weeks before I, I, I actually listened to that album. I know my thoughts on that album once again, you know what to do. But um, yeah, I heard the track and I didn't I didn't think that Bus was dropping an album or I didn't remember because I knew he was talking about dropping an album. But, you know, it just slipped my mind. But when I heard that track, I was like, uh, this track, Look Over Your Shoulder with Kendrick Lamar with a beast ass feature, one of the best features. Kendrick Lamar actually... For those who haven't been listening, Kendrick Lamar killed features this year. Don't, don't think he was on his, what, when is Kendrick gonna drop? Yes, I'm on the same thing as well. But he was featured on quite a few tracks. Um, he's it, I, two, two of the songs on this list, this song and another song that will be named on this list. Um, they are uh they have a really nice kendrick feature um and then there were other tracks that i heard with a dope kendrick feature it's not a lot it's not a lot i want to say he probably was featured around like probably three or four tracks this year uh, but nonetheless four kendrick features per year is <laughs> it's more than what we've been hearing from kendrick the past few years nonetheless i don't want to take away from Buster rhymes because of course he he destroyed this track um because that's what bust the bus does he's a freaking beast and he destroys tracks even his own tracks so with that being said that is buster rhymes next we have blue with blue once again with troubled water talking about beast tracks and destroying tracks blue did his damn thing on this song that the trouble water is probably my favorite song on the 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 miles album i know i probably did my favorite tracks and if it's not one of my favorite tracks then i'm going back and re you know redoing that track not literally but you now i'm i'm going back and i'm saying this is my favorite track because every time i go back and listen to this album and this song comes on i'm like yo this 
I, I this is definitely not a skippable all my favorite tracks aren't skippables but this one right here is not a skippable um it catches my attention all the damn time every time i listen to it because of how uh how fire it is really man like this song is this will is a this is an ear catcher for sure both the very in your ear production and blues flow and blues lyricism all of that so once again that is blue with troubled water Buster Rhymes make another appearance once again with Master Fard Muhammad. I really love this track right here on this album, Extension Level Event Two. Um, this this was a song that featured Rick Ross. Rick Ross with another dope feature again because of that lush uh, production, and I'm. That's that's how I, I I categorize or describe that production as lush and everything. Um, but Buster, Buster showed that he can kill that style of production. Um, Rick Ross did his thing as well, but Buster Rhymes, Buster Rhymes killed the shit, man. Kill. He went on and on and on and on, and I'm talking about for minutes on end. Went on. Um, dope ass track. Really love the message video was cool as well both dudes did their thing shout out to them after that we have j electronica with ghost of soldier slim so i go back and forth with myself um on j electronica but especially this year since he dropped those two projects I go back and forth with myself because I feel as though at moments I am too hard on J Electronica because of expectations of the past that I can't seem to kick that I want to but I don't want to at the same time because I feel as though I would be lowering my expectations for him just to like his albums and I don't think that's fair because I don't do that for any other artist so why should J Electronica get special treatment? That's number one. Number two, and then and when I actually go back and listen to these projects, I'm like, maybe I was, maybe they're slightly better than I thought they were, but they're still not as good as what everybody else is saying. And they're not as good as what I wish they were. I say that just to say, cause I had to get that off my chest. Um, he still has some good tracks though. He still has some really good tracks. This song uh, was the first song I heard before he made that album with Jay-Z. I mean, featuring Jay-Z, all right? Um, and I was, once I heard this song, I was like, oh man, this album is going to be crazy. This album is going to be nuts. Heck, I probably even thought it was going to be the album of the year. I can tell you right now it's not. I'm not telling you the list right now. We still got... Uh, more tracks on this thing and then we'll get to the albums list don't worry timestamps in the description box below by the way if you don't really care about my favorite tracks and you just want to get to the albums feel free to fast forward i don't mind as long as you're listening to the podcast that's all i care about and i appreciate it but anyways ghost of soldier slim is that track it's a dope ass track with jay-z spitting his fake pro blackness um, and then you got Jay Electronica spitting his pro blackness as well. That might be questionably fake, but more rarer than Jay Z. 
But anyways, that's for a discussion probably for a future episode. Um, this song is dope. This song is dope. Despite my personal feelings on Jay-Z, Jay Electronica Projects, this song is dope. So shout out to both of those dudes. After that, we have Reason with Fall. This this is, uh, if I had to give this song an award, this would have to be probably the, the deepest song of 2020. One of the deepest songs or the deepest of the nominees. Um, I really like the message of this song for real, for real. Um, the album in general that he put out was a dope ass album doesn't make my list go ahead and stay tuned and listen my thoughts on the album in general go back and listen to that album um review um it's on you'll find it wherever you listen to this podcast um but you know this song right here fall it's it's like i said it's dope i really 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 thought it was cool to once again hear their perspective of a female artist from you know, reasons, uh, reasons saying it and not like a, a, a female saying it because, um, not to say, not to be on some sexy shit over here. Like, I don't want to hear a female, but to hear a dude articulate what a woman is going through, um, cause it seems as though we don't get it, you know, um, or some people make it see make it seem as though men don't understand and no we're not going to be able to personally understand in that aspect of what a woman is going through in the music industry but to make it seem as though we don't see the problems that they go through and we don't think that is a problem um is a total false understatement you know yeah sure i wish more rappers and i said this during the 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 review I wish more male rappers, especially the ones who claim to care about this stuff, I wish they did more speaking up about it publicly, not just in the music um, publicly, but outside of the music as well. And I don't see enough dudes doing that. Um, That is not the only reason why I like this song or love this song. Um, The production was dope. It's just, it's a nice it's a it's a nice sounding track in general uh, alongside with the message as well so shout out to reason for doing that and that is reason with fall <clears throat> this next song beyonce another beyonce track with now this is another song uh, the other song i was talking about with a dope kendrick feature uh, this is a very simple spacey dreamy track not a very long song it ends abruptly as well i wish it was longer it's one of the songs that i wish was longer if i had to give it a award it'd be the i wish this song was longer award um because i think that you know me being the very 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 non-serious but amateur producer i am but still a producer nonetheless i listened to this track and i'm like yo i could i could have done x y and z to this track and made it longer and and with both kendrick and and beyonce's contribution um and maybe have kendrick actually put in more verses or an actual verse you know um but you know it's still i still enjoyed his feature on it and i still enjoyed this track for as simple as it is so 
Once again, that is Beyonce with Now. <clears throat> Princess Nokia makes her return with Gemini. Next on this list, Gemini um, is Princess Nokia talking about her, her sign, and you know how that relates to her. Again, just introducing the listener to her, um, to herself. And um, I think this is a dope track. She's rapping on this one. She's not singing, um, but uh, she's a great uh, dope rapper as well. Really like her style on this track. Really like her flow. It's giving me like late 90s or mid 90s feel, New York feel. You know, that that boom bat style of feel. Uh, I can hear Joey Badass kind of in a way going off on this track. Um, but this is more of a smoother boom bat feel, not the boombastic one. So maybe Joey Badass won't. Maybe he will. It, 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 he. I don't know. But nonetheless, we're talking about Princess Nokia. She did it well. She did it well with Gemini. So shout out to her. Um, Jay Electronica is back with a letter to a letter to Fallon. I don't know if this he wrote this letter to Jimmy Fallon. I listened to the song extensively. I hear no references to Jimmy Fallon. I hear no references to any white man in general. Therefore, I don't understand. Maybe it's someone else. You know, maybe I'm assuming. Uh, when I hear the name Fallon, I think of Jimmy Fallon. Not because I'm a fan. It's because, well, he's the only Fallon I know. With that being said, uh, <clears throat> it's still a dope track. Um, you know, I, I think that this was one of the more... Um, introspective and dope deep deeper tracks on his last project not the one he put out earlier on this year that was so jay-z heavy but uh <clears throat> the one that he put out recently that wasn't as jay-z heavy still had jay-z on it but wasn't as jay-z heavy as it uh, it was writ written or something like that i think that's what a that jay-z heavy album album was called um but yeah, the same same thing I have to say about this album is the same thing I said about that album. And again, you know what to do if you want to hear my thoughts on those albums. Um, this song is dope, though. So yeah, again, another track that made me question if I'm being too harsh on him or if I'm not being too harsh on Jay Electronica. The consensus right now for those who are wondering it's still in between i don't it's 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 kind of leaning toward no but then it's it's not like a it's like one or two notches of, uh, of no at any point in time i can go back and listen to those albums and still feel as though i've been too hard on him um now i will say that before i get into the next track i will say that like i mentioned moments ago that when i do listen back to both albums actually i i say to myself more so if it was written um but you know our written testimony i keep thinking of the nas uh album that's the nas album it was written but um either or i go back and listen to that jay-z heavy album that's what i'm gonna call it and say uh, it's not as bad as i thought it was but it's definitely still not a good album um so that's how where i am that's where i am at the moment 
Not that it matters to you, maybe, but maybe someone out there was listening and was wondering. And that's where I am at the moment. Still not good, though. Anyways, next track. <laughs> next track, we have Quayle Chris, my man Quayle Chris with... Uh, no, actually, him and Royce got switched. My bad. See, I keep... This is what happens when I don't rewrite my list, and I just wrote this out. And uh, not to say this list is wrong or anything, but I have arrows pointed to where certain tracks should be. So, Royce to 5'9 got switched with Quayle Chris. So, FUBU is the next track by Royce to 5'9. For us, by us, FUBU for those who don't know so this is another dope track very uh one of the braggadocious tracks but still a dope track uh really love what royce did on this album really love what um i really love the feature as well um one of the again one of the doper tracks on this album or, or on royce's album allegory so once again, that is FUBU by Royster59. Next, you have Graph with a dope Royce feature on the song Agenda. Graph, he dropped an album this year. You want to know my thoughts on that? Once again, you know what to do. Um, I will say that this song is probably the only song on that album that um, still detests the time to me. Um, because I, I thought Graf did his thing on this, uh, uh, on this song right here and Royce again, a monster, a monster feature, one of the best features, uh, of this year as well. Royce to five nine also was a feature killer, um, in 2020, the difference between him and Kendrick obviously is Royce put out an album this year as well. He wasn't just on everybody else's album. He had was on his own album and Kendrick did not, you know, no shade to Kendrick. I'm just saying both gentlemen killed features this year. So definitely if you are listening to if you haven't listened to Allegory, I suggest you should do that. Also, if you're listening to a song and it has a Royce feature, just know that it's probably one of the songs I'm talking about that he killed it, especially if it came out this year. All right. Um, next after that, we have Buster Rhymes with Strap Yourself Down. Man, monstrous, monstrous, monstrous. This is how you start off an album right here. Um, this is one of the first, I believe it was the first like official track before that little long ass Chris Rock skit, uh, or whatever. But, um, either or I think it's one of the first few tracks of his latest project and i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed this track right here buster rhymes showing y'all how much of a beast that he is how much of a monster how he destroys tracks if you play this shit play if you got them boombastics you got them boombastic fantastics in your ride bump this shit i'm gonna steal my a line from my man fifo uh, from dead end you gotta bump the dead end hip-hop you gotta bump this shit in the whip because this <laughs> this this track right here, man, it's boombastic, fantastic, and I'm still in that line from OG Loke. For those who know Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, you know who I'm referencing. Um, this is a track right here that is 
that is that. So shout out to Buster Rhymes once again. Um, at the third spot, Quelle Chris, Sacred Safe. That's what I was talking about when I, I made the switch between Royce and Fubu. I mean, Royce and Chris. I had Royce at number three and instead of Quelle Chris or Seda um, originally, and then I switched it. So six was Royce. Now at number three, we have Quelle Chris with Sacred Safe. I really, really enjoy this track. One of the sweeter, uh, dope, intro, uh, introspective tracks on this album. The features was really good. Well, Quayle Chris's album, let me put it that way. Um, the features was really dope as well. A lot of the features on this album, um, on this album in general, uh, Innocent Country 2, were really nice. You know, alongside with Quayle's obviously great contribution to his album. So, I really like it. Um, once again, Sacred Safe with Quayle. Chris. Number two. Yeah, at the two spot. <sighs> this song right here. <laughs> this song right here. I go back and forth all the time. I went back and forth up until I made this list last week, actually. I go back and I went back and forth as to if this song is number two or number one. Number one, two and number one to me. You'll hear number one, obviously. So let me just say number two. Leanne LaHavis with Weird Fishes. This song is amazing. <laughs> um, the production, I really love the transition of this song as well. The, the progression as well. As the song progresses, it gets louder and louder within it's not it's a you know it's a, it's a normal three minute song three four minute song but it progresses i feel as though every single minute and it gets more ear pleasing pleasing to listening to um eargasmic if you want to use that term you know um either or this is a one of the doper tracks my favorite track on her album leanne la havis once again um but this is an, an amazing track. This is a song that um, if I don't listen to every day, uh, for the longest, I was thinking about daily. But the same goes for the number one track, which is Quelle Chris once again with Sudden Death. This song, when I first heard it, um, really, really fit into the mood of 2020 and it still does uh all the moods the highs the lows the in-betweens uh, more so the highs and the lows um but this song right here the reason why i still have it at the number one track like i did during my mid-year review um is because of simply just that it's it's like what i also said about the leanne la havis tracks uh weird fishes is this is a song if i don't listen to every day i'm thinking about it every single day or at least i'm thinking about you know the impact that it had on me personally this year sudden death is that track and when i do end up listening to it i'm like yo those feelings are still there same thing with weird fishes but they know it's like 
there are certain aspects of weird fishes that I end up liking more than the other uh, the, the the other sounds or other parts of that song. Whereas with this track, for the most part, I will say that I really, really, really enjoy the majority of it. And um, yeah, that is my list. Those are all 26 tracks that I favor. My favorite songs of 2020. Once again, you are welcome to let me know your list. They don't have to be 26. Don't feel free. Feel free to not force yourself to like any amount of number whatever however if it's just one track feel free to let me know um if you are listening to this anywhere but if you are on the anchor app especially you can you as a anchor listener you are able to send in voice messages uh and i would love to incorporate the voice messages into the podcast into the episode so if you are listening to this especially on anchor um again only anchor listeners are able i don't make the rules they're able to send the voice message anyone wherever you listen to this podcast you are able to hear the voice messages being sent in but if you want to send one in yourself you have to be on Anchor to do that. So you just create, it's free and everything and all that. You just create an account, you follow the podcast, or you just send a message. And I believe you have a minute. I think there's a time limit as well. Again, I don't make the rules. I wish they were longer, actually. Uh, maybe I could suggest that to Anchor, but uh, you have a minute. Um, to say what you want to say uh, so if your list is longer than one track or longer than a minute for you to express I suggest you just send me a message send me a message on social media uh, Twitter, Instagram both will be in the description box below send me a message and or you can reach out if you want to be a guest on the My Two Cents podcast and we can talk about your list or you know anything else related to the topics that i discuss here on the my two cents podcast that's been the list we're gonna get into a break and then we're gonna get into my albums my favorite albums of the 2020 year stay tuned back the albums of the year my favorite albums of the year for 2020 so let's not bear the lead i have eight albums here and you know the disclaimers are the same my albums my opinion yada 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 you feel however you want to feel about them i i encourage you to let me know your list and uh let's keep it moving number eight we have denzel curry with unlocked like i was saying in the previous segment basically um this is a pretty dope uh project right here um for a mixtape well i don't think this is an album um but it felt like it was at least it felt like that it was more focused to be an album than it was a mixtape 
and whether it was a mixtape or an album, even though this list is called the albums of the year, I it doesn't necessarily have to be an album. If something is a mixtape or LP or whatever, and I really like listening to it, it's one of my favorite projects to listen to throughout any given year, it's going to be on a list. And that is the case with this over here. Once again, at the number eight spot, we have Denzel Curry with Unlocked. Number seven, we have an actual album, Leanne LaHavis again with her self-titled album, Leanne LaHavis. As I stated before and during the review, you can catch all the reviews for these projects, by the way, um, on the podcast if you haven't listened to them, um, listen to the reviews. Um, this is a beautiful project, really beautiful project. This is one of, this is my favorite Leanne LaHavis album because this is the type of music I've been wanting to hear from her, um, ever since I became a fan of hers, I want to say, um, you know, a few years ago or so, um, really, really, really beautiful project right here by Leanne LaHavis. So shout out to her once again at the number seven spot. Number six, we have Reason with New Beginnings. I think that this album is one of the more underrated albums of this year. Um, I don't know if it was because people shitted on him for that Mac Miller line that they claimed was disrespectful when it wasn't at all. Um, or because people, once again, are just, we want Kendrick, we want Kendrick, we want Kendrick. We don't care about anybody else who is from TDE who drops. We want Kendrick. Either or, you can't shit on, you, you can feel however you want to feel about the other TDE members. I'm not even going to try to tell you to feel the way that I feel. All I'm saying is, as a TDE fan, as a Kendrick fan, myself, I can say that you are doing yourself a disservice if you just are simply waiting around for Kendrick albums and ignoring the other albums that are being dropped by the various members of Top Dog Entertainment, especially if you missed out on listening to this or you shitted on this because, you know, it's not a Kendrick album. Now, if you shitted on it because of whatever reasons you have, that's your you, that's not a silly, petty reason to me, at least, whatever. Even if it is, that's still your opinion. I can't change that. I don't want to change that. All I'm saying is, this is a pretty dope album. Um, dope enough to make my list of one of my favorite albums that I listened to this year. Um, so give it a chance, people. That's all I'm going to say. So reasons, new beginnings, number six. Number five, Beyonce with The Gift. Beyonce can never do wrong when it comes to albums. I'ma just put it out there. As I stated in this review, as I've stated plenty of other times in social media and conversations with people, Beyonce has never gotten an album rating to me lower than an eight out of 10. She's always been eight out of 10, nine out of 10, or a 10 out of 10. Beyonce cannot do wrong. This is an album that further proves that. Um, sure, it's the soundtrack to uh, some of the songs were on the you know the Lion King soundtrack remake, whatever, um, and the other ones was I guess like the adaptation or whatever, <coughs> you know that that movie I guess that she put out in in relation to this soundtrack. But nonetheless, 
I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. You know, you don't have to watch the Lion King movie, by the way. Or remake, let me put it that way. The movie or the remake, to be honest with you. You don't have to watch either to <clears throat> understand the songs and the album and stuff on this album. Because um, although they are related in a way of it being the soundtrack and then she released it on her own album the gift a year later this year being that year um it's 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 not anything to do with the movie at all lion king at all there's nothing to do with it theme wise it's it, you can see the connection there and especially if you watch the music videos that came out with this album but for the most part, this is a standalone project with very, very few ties to the Lion King soundtrack and Lion King movie in general. But still a dope project nonetheless, you know. So listen to it if you have it. Um, that's number five, Beyonce with The Gift. Number four, we have Quayle Chris with Innocent Country 2. Really enjoyed listening to this project. Um, I will say that despite it being on this list, um, you know, or on the number four spot, I wish it was higher to be honest with y'all. Um, you know, it's just in one of the albums that when I first listened to it, yeah, it was looking, it was projecting to be at the higher spots, but then as the year went on, um, I didn't really listen to this album as much, to be honest with you. Um, and I'm not saying that my love for it fell, but the, I guess the feelings that I had for it, um, weren't as, I guess, lustful. <laughs> I don't know. Um, they weren't necessarily as deep as it once was, but this is still a dope project. Um, from my understanding, again, I, I mentioned this during the, the review for this album. You don't have to listen to Innocent Country Run, Country 1 to understand this album. Because after I did listen to that album, after I did my review, I was hearing people say things like, uh, people who did listen to both Innocent Country 1 and 2 saying that the two have no connection at all so you know despite them having the same name of being of the same series right uh therefore it's not like you have to go back to if you're one of those individuals and you like to now you can do that if you want to of course but i'm saying as someone who didn't listen to innocent country one when it first came out and who the, you know, the first innocent country that I listened to happened to be this one, too. I'm saying that you don't have to go back and listen to both. You you simply don't. Now, you can talk about which one you think is better or not if you can, if you want to do that. But you don't have to go back and listen to them. So, nonetheless, it's still a really, really dope project. And uh, I'm glad it's still on the list. So, that is the number four spot with... Quelle Chris, and it's a country too. <clears throat> Number three, we have Royce the Five Nine with Allegory. Um, this for the longest, uh, when I first heard this, and some time after it, 
was looking like it would be the number one album because I just really enjoy the subject matters. I really enjoyed the production. I really enjoyed Royce the Five Nine in general on this album. Um, this probably is my favorite Royce album, but he ha- he definitely has more than one album that I enjoy from him. You know, it, it, it's just this one to me. It, it feels as though that. I don't want to say he gets better and better um, because he's definitely not terrible and um, he's not boring me either. It's not like, oh, it's Royce. It's more the same Royce and blah, blah, blah. But I do feel as though Royce somehow in all the albums he's been dropping somehow knows how to add something that makes me fall in love with him and his music even more you know um and the reason why i won't say it's an addition to his style because typically you don't hear what he did in that project again you know what i'm saying that made it different from the last project or at least not in back-to-back projects what he did on the project before allegory he did not do on allegory at all so I feel as though Royce is an interesting artist to where he will add something new, do it for one project and not do it again ever, or he will do it again, but in future projects, not necessarily within the next project, even if it's proven to be something that worked, like such as his singing. You know, his singing wasn't bad in the project that he put out uh, before Allegory. I forgot the name of that. Um, right, I believe, um, when he put that out. I don't think his singing was bad, but he doesn't sing on this album at all. And um, I'm not mad at that, but I wouldn't have been mad at it if he did either. So I think he's an interesting cat like that. Um, may, you know, he's an artist, just like the various other artists that I named on this list and the list before. They're artists, so they know what's best for their music or they at least know the direction of the music and the projects that they that they're they're putting out um either or still a dope album really enjoyed it once again number three spot worst of five nine with allegory at the number two spot we have luanette's out with miles now i'm so glad this album made the list as well because Again, I've been someone that was, I want to hear Blue and Exile again. I want, I was one of those. Yes, I was one of those. Not to say that I didn't like Blue doing uh, projects and, and tapes with other producers or just other people in general, his own stuff or whatever. But Blue and Exile, that's just, that's, that's, that's where it's at. You know, that's where the core of my fandom for both the gentlemen came from. My love for Blue especially <clears throat> came from listening to Below the Heavens. Came from listening to other Blue and Exile projects, you know? Um, so it was really great to hear them, especially during this year. It was, here, it was great to hear them come back and put out a very beautiful album together. So at the number two spot, Blue and Exile with Miles. Number one. My favorite album of 2020 
Buster Rhymes Extinction Level Event 2. Yes, 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 yes. Really liked it. I really, 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 really love this album, people. Um, now, I can hear some of the critiques here and see some of the critiques now. It's recency bias because this is an album that came out in October. The other albums came out earlier on, if, if not early, if not at the beginning of this month, earlier on. I'm going to tell you right now, if we're going chronologically between album drops, Busta Rhymes, yes, that dropped in October. Reason dropped before that, and he was he's at the number six spot. The point of the matter is, and then before that, before Reason was Blue, and Blue's at the number two spot. My point uh, is, you can't you can't do that whole recency bias with me. You know, it, it just happens that an album that dropped in October ended up being one of my favorite albums of the entire year of 2020. I don't care when the album dropped this year it dropped this year it is an album that i really really love listening to still therefore it supersedes all the other tra- all the other albums that i listened to or did listen to because some of these albums I, I i don't even listen to like that anymore the only reason why they're still on this list is because they're still beloved i'm not just because i don't listen to them anymore doesn't mean that they're not beloved. They're still <clears throat> they're still beloved. They're still revered higher than any of the other projects that I listened to this year. So they're going to stay on this list. But as far as me listening to them on the daily as I once as I used to or whatever, um, or at least as often as I used to, um, that stopped for a number. Not all these albums I just named. But a number of them. So, again, that doesn't take away my love for them. It's just uh, that time is up. With this album right here, that time is still running. Um, Buster Rhymes did his damn thing on this album. This project in general. It's a very, very lengthy project. Um, I'm not going to say that it is a total banger from beginning to end. You 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 can hear my thoughts on it. I'm not gonna give away too much thoughts on the album, you know, especially when I already did the review. And I would love for y'all to check it out if you haven't checked out the review, or even if you did check out the review. I always say, you know, if you haven't checked it out, don't check it out. But even if you did listen to it the first time, go back and listen to it again if you want to know my thoughts, because you know, it's still up there. So you can listen to it as many times as you want to. You want to. But anyways, um, this is a dope album. This is a dope album. Nonetheless, there's plenty of albums that came out after this album. Um, and there's albums I listened to that came out around the same time as this album. And it's still those albums still didn't make the list. So you can't get me on a whole recency bias thing, especially when last year that was not the case when my favorite album of last year was an album that came out i want to say the middle of 2019 or if, if not the beginning um you know um 2018 i i don't remember what it was um but i believe it was the same thing my favorite album ends up being the one that is my favorite simple as that so 
that is the list that is the list of my songs my favorite songs favorite albums of 2020 but before i go i just want to once again thank all of the listeners everybody listening to this podcast whether you're a brand new listener or whether you're somebody who have been listening since 2018 2019 or you started listening to this podcast in 2020 really 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 appreciate the listens the shares um you know the support in general you know whether it be monetary or not i'm just glad that people actually listen to this podcast and listen to what i have to say and this is not just a one-time thing with a lot of people like i you know when i started this i knew i was going to get listens but i didn't know or was confident enough to let to be honest with you that I was going to get recurring listeners, you know, people who want to come back every week or at least listen to the podcast often and all that. And to see that that has happened, that is the case where uh, or that isn't the case. And people are coming back and they are becoming actual subscribers and followers of the podcast and listening to it on, you know, I want to say at least a weekly basis. I don't know how often you listen to the podcast. Um, but it is a weekly podcast, so I'm going to say on a weekly basis. You could listen to it multiple times per week, once or every two weeks or so, or once in a while. Either or, your listen is valued, you're, appre- you're appreciated. I hope that I continue to get your listen within the 2021 year. And forever long, I do this podcast. I intend to keep this podcast going. Sure, lost sponsorship for this podcast and everything, but you know, sponsorship spots will open up. Um, I'm gonna make an announcement on that. You subscribe to the YouTube channel, by the way, in the description box below, because on New Year's Eve, I will be doing a live stream on YouTube, um, pretty much detailing my updates for the 2021 year, my updates for what I want to do, not just with the YouTube channel, but for my podcast and everything that I want to accomplish. I'm going to be talking about some other things as well. Um, You know, some end of the year wrap up thoughts and things of that nature. Uh, But there will be, there will be a discussion about what I do basically uh, or what I plan to do for the foreseeable year. And one of those plans, I'll just detail it now, whatever is to have, um, your advertisement slots for people who want to advertise on this podcast. Now, granted, I want it to be more so based on, uh, you know, the same theme of this podcast here, which would be the, which would be a music theme. So if you're a music artist, uh, a music podcaster yourself, a music journalist, anything to do with music and you want to advertise on the my two cents podcast which gets i'm gonna say you know a couple thousand listeners per week you know what i'm saying some light not some heavy but you know still you want to you you want to get advertised for thousands of no but seriously 
thousands of people listen to this and uh you know the numbers are looking like it's gonna grow exponentially or whatever uh so if you want to advertise uh hit me up and we can discuss you know i usually do my rates go for it, you know i i want to have two slots one at the one at the beginning of the episode and one at in the middle so uh a pre-row and a mid-row basically and if you want to go for an entire month four weeks basically of your having whatever you want advertised um remember it has to be on if it's not on if you do want to advertise or whatever and it's not on um brand of music hit me up because I'm doing that average I'm doing those type of advertisements for my other podcast the earnest thoughts podcast I'm just saying for those who are more so into the music thing um hit me up about uh the my two cents podcast but again I don't want to do the update now honestly I want to give thanks to you all now the update will be again subscribe to the YouTube channel live stream on there I will do the update there I want to give thanks to y'all once again though just before I go this has been a very trying year for all of us me especially uh, but if my podcast in some way shape or form got you through it um, it helped you take your mind off of things or for whatever reason you listen to the podcast I'm really appreciative of it I really thank you um, because creating helps me get through these very down times you know not just creating in the aspect of my writing or whatever right but creating in a sense of doing these podcasts talking listening to the music that I listen to and then talking about it here it really really helps me uh just get a sense of control you know I'm someone that likes to feel as though um I don't like to just sit around and not do anything about whatever I like to do something about whatever issues even if it's not something directly that's going to somehow have an impact on whatever the issue is. I still want to feel like I am in control of something. Um, and this podcast is just one way how I do it. And the simple fact of the matter is I enjoy doing this. So I wouldn't have done it for what's coming up on three years. I wouldn't have done it if I didn't enjoy doing it for three years straight. So with that being said... I appreciate you once again for listening. This has been the final episode of the My Two Cents Podcast with your humble and handsome (laughs) and great host. And all I know, all that, you know, defeats the purpose of being humble. But hey, let me ride. This is your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name. And... Hopefully I have your ears, your hearts, and your minds in 2021 as well. Y'all, first of all, enjoy Kwanzaa. I'm recording this on the first day of Kwanzaa, so happy Kwanzaa. Enjoy Kwanzaa. Take the time to reflect. I'm going to do that as well. Reflect on why we celebrate this holiday for those who do celebrate it. And also, Happy New Year's. And if you celebrated Christmas yesterday, Merry Christmas, Happy, Merry Belated Christmas, whatever. 
whatever holidays you're in celebrating, enjoy that. Until next time, until next episode, in 2021, you'll hear from me when you hear from me. See you in the future. Peace out.